Welcome to Philanthropy Today, a podcast about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Together, we'll learn about the goals of the GMCF and the work of its staff, board members, and trustees. You'll hear about the GMCF's affiliate partners throughout North Central Kansas, and we'll also explore the efforts of area nonprofit agencies, their staff, and volunteers. Now, here's your host of Philanthropy Today, Dave Lewis. The CFAs are coming close. It's March 20th at the Hilton Garden Inn in Manhattan, and today on our Philanthropy Today podcast, we're going to be visiting with some of those who were nominated and have become finalists for CFA awards, and uh, the first one we're going to visit with is uh, has been nominated as a rising star. She's a finalist. She's Jill Sherman. Welcome back. Good morning. Thank you for joining us for the Philanthropy Today podcast. So tell me about Jill Sherman. Yeah, I came to Manhattan in about 2003 for K-State. Never left. Uh, been through a couple careers since. See, that shows how smart you are. Uh, well, I try. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So, since K-State? Since K-State, um, I'm now working at McCown-Gordon Construction, which thankfully allows me to do some of this volunteering during business hours. And McCown-Gordon has developed quite a reputation, and you've only been, the company's only been here, established for 10 years in Manhattan. But uh, you guys get involved in a lot of things. We do. We do. We love to give back in our communities that we live in, we work in. Um, so that includes Manhattan, surrounding areas, and even the rest of the state. You've been nominated as a rising star. What all are you involved in on a volunteer basis? Yeah, probably first and foremost is at my church, First United Methodist. Um, I volunteer with our children's ministry. I'm also um, involved in some of our leadership um, committees as well. That's quite an organization. I love that church. A lot of great memories with that church. I know. I can see it out the window when I was out in the lobby. Isn't that right? That's pretty cool. It is. It is. So what does it mean to you to have been notified? about being a nominee and a finalist as a rising star. Yeah, it's it's very humbling. Um, you know, I give to give. I don't give to give credit. Um, and But to be recognized is pretty cool in a town that has so many people that are giving back. Absolutely. Well, congratulations again, and uh, we'll see you at the CFAs. Thank you. Sounds good. Over across the table, we have distinguished volunteer nominee and finalist, Joy Hall. Welcome back, Joy. Good morning to you. It's a delight to visit with you. We just got to know each other a little earlier this morning, but as a distinguished volunteer, Joy, you have one area of, well, several areas of passion, but as a nominee, that comes from your work at Be Able. Yes, it does. What do you do there? Well, there's a lot to do at Be Able. We welcome people from the community that are in need. We address their problems as best that we can. We send them to who would best serve them, such as doing intake, such as giving them food to eat, clothing, giving them comfort, love. There's a lot to do at Be Able if they need help and like say if they're in doing drugs if they need to go to a rehab if they need to go have housing we provide a lot of needs for homeless i bet that you kind of come into this role as uh, somewhat as a counselor but also even more so probably as a friend which many of these individuals probably don't have that many well i've had experience 
in life and through my experiences and the places that I've lived we needed places like this we needed places that would care for those that felt like they didn't even have anybody else someone who could relate to them I really thank Scott Vos for opening up this place and I definitely thank the community of Manhattan for helping to support us to continue the love that we have and we're Christian based and that is important because we have open minds without judgment so they feel comfortable you'd be surprised of Manhattan's needs you um, are originally from Manhattan but you've lived in several other larger places across the nation is this uh, is be able something that you've seen in some of the other communities that you've lived in not at all N they have places and resources that you go to, but you're getting shoved in and shoved out. You don't get the love and the personal care that we give them. Um, it is like they have a family there. They feel comfortable. From other places, they could go to Pawnee. They could go to other places. But when you don't feel the love and you're not comfortable with whom you're speaking with and you don't see people that have been there and done that and climbed out of the gutter and it's just a place of love for everybody that comes. You've seen a lot of different scenarios over your life. When you left Manhattan and then came back, the community has changed a lot. And I don't know if there was, you know, these cracks of community needs for individuals like those that you're helping it be able, but it definitely has to feel good for you and for those that volunteer or work at Be Able to know that you're making an impact, a positive impact in some lives that, that are really, you know, having some of their greatest challenges. Absolutely. When I found out that Be Able was here, I literally cried because of the fact of the need for Be Able. We count our neighbors, we call them neighbors, that come in and they add up and we're getting more and more every day. We're getting more needs. Be Able is a hand up, not a hand out. We, we love on them in ways that other places wouldn't, so it's definitely needed. Scott opened a door that needed to be open, and the fact that it's Christian-based means a lot to me. What did it feel like when you got the uh, notification that you were nominated as a, and then became a finalist for a CFA? I literally thought it was a joke on me. <laughs> I did. It's surprising to be here from where I came from, so it's an honor. Well, congratulations. Look forward to seeing you on the 20th. Thank you kindly. That is Joy Hall, a distinguished volunteer finalist for the CFAs. And up next, we're going to be jumping over into the CFA Civic Philanthropy category. And we have two individuals here on behalf of the Kanza Rotary Club. We have current president Michelle Sink joining us. Hello, Michelle. Hello. And past president Rich Sell is here as well. Good morning. Thanks for having us in. Well, Michelle, let's talk a bit about, um, first, a little bit of background on each of you. We'll start with you, Michelle. Sure. I've been um, part of Conza Rotary for about seven years now, 
And it's just become a great part of my life. And uh, I really look at it that I try to put rotary values into my life every day. And Rich? I've been involved with our Kanza Rotary Club since 2016. Truly enjoy the opportunities that the club provides me to give service to my community. Michelle, let's talk a bit about Kanza Rotary Club. You just recently had, what, your 25th? We did, yes. Anniversary? Yes. And you're involved in a lot of things. Yeah, our club um, really serves a lot of different avenues in our community. So we serve with Common Table. Um, we volunteer to clean up the linear trail. We work with schools. Um any of our members that come to us with an idea or a need that they've seen in the community, um, we try to make sure that we can make that happen and really empower them to be able to make a difference as well. Rich, do you have a signature event? We actually have two, Dave. Uh, the first one is Water Matters Day, which is the first Saturday in August, held at Sunset Zoo. We'll be having our 13th annual coming up this summer, and we've raised around $130,000 to benefit the community, both locally, regionally, and nationally. The second community event that is a signature event for us is Purple Pinky Donuts. And essentially, in a nutshell, we sell boxes of donuts to our membership and community members, Last year, we raised just under $11,000, and in three years now, it's $25,000 that we give back to help eradicate polio in the world. The real secret sauce, though, in this is that that money that we've been able to donate has been multiplied four times, so it's over $100,000 selling boxes of donuts. So this year, how many are you going to buy, Dave? I don't know. I think I bought two dozen last year. Yeah, so this year it'll be... So does I have to double that? Yes, sir. Really? Yes. Okay, are you going to pay for my doctor's bills and the extra uh, uh, testings that I have to go oh, through? absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah, you're, good. I got you. Then I'm, then I'm good. All right. All right, put me Perfect. down for four, right? Yep, got okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Michelle, being in Rotary um, as, a, as an overall organization, you know, and Rich talked about, you know, the international effort to eradicate polio but there are so many things that rotary does here locally and you talked about common table and this is one of the things that i think that you know it 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 showcases what rotarians can do in our community and a lot of it is by giving time yeah i always say that we have a chance to give back time talent treasure and a lot of the uh, members of our club uh, like to give back through their time so volunteering at Common Table for us is once a month, uh, Rotarians get together, eight of us um, on a Tuesday night, and serve together for a couple of hours, and it's a really great way to give back. Rich, I know that you uh, probably, Michelle told you that uh, there was a CFA award that was coming up and that, that, that you, the Conza Rotary Club was a finalist. And as a past president, that's got to be meaningful. Absolutely. It was a huge surprise, put a gigantic smile on my face because it's honoring the service of our 100-member club that we do not for awards. We do it because we want to do it, and it's fulfilling for our hearts. I'm humbled and blessed. Uh, 
looking forward to going and actually applauding everyone at the CFAs. It is a gigantic honor. Michelle, what was your first reaction when you got notification from Vern that uh, that you were a finalist? To be honest, I didn't even know that that was an award that they hand out. So um, I was really excited. It was it's a learning experience. It is a learning experience, and um, I was just I was really honored and excited for our members, and excited to be able to tell them and share that with them because uh, I think there's a, a pride that comes with that too that we do good in our community, and it's great to be recognized for that. Well, continued uh, congratulations on your efforts, and uh, we'll see you on the 20th and recognize you one way or the other. One way or the other. It's a a great day to celebrate community and those who make it uh, very special. So, Michelle Sink, Rich Sell, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for all the work that the Conza Rotary Club does. Lance White is our next guest in the studio, and Lance is with Bank of the Flint Hills, which you were nominated for a CFA in the business philanthropy category. Lance, thanks for joining us. Thank you for uh, inviting me here this morning. Tell us about what Bank of the Flint Hills is and does. So Bank of the Flint Hills is a family-owned bank. We're headquartered in Wamego, Kansas. Uh, kind of got a roots in banking, actually, from Manhattan. My my dad started his career here and then moved our family to Wamego. And that's kind of where uh, philanthropy has kind of started for me as, as an example from my father and, and all the things that he was involved in. And, and um, I got... I, got the love of, of just getting involved and helping others. And and uh, then later, as I started to have more responsibility in the bank, uh, chose to hire people that had that same kind of love. And that's something that great leadership extends to those, uh, you know, that they are leading. And that's to encourage leadership. It is to encourage participation, especially when you're a local bank, you've got to give back to the community. And that's got to resonate with your staff. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's extremely important to all of our staff. Uh, our we're in six different communities. Um, we have two locations in Manhattan, and all of our employees love to give back, uh, whether it's their time or their treasure. And and uh, there's so many different things that they're interested in, and and we just try to support them and and give them the latitude and time to go uh, do the things that they care about and be involved and make a positive difference. Do you have any particular efforts that uh, you're very much involved in? You know, uh, I think it's different in every community. Uh, for for me, I'm I'm in Wamego more. I I volunteer a lot of time. I'm one of the twenty two year members of the Pyro Crew. Oh, now uh, that's something to put on a resume. <laughs> so, so uh, like to shoot uh, shoot fireworks and and do that kind of thing and bring families together. Uh, have them come home over 4th of July. And so that's a special thing. But uh, in Manhattan, involved in lots of different things, whether it's it's rotary or or healthcare or uh, working with kids, um, um, involved in lots of things in Manhattan. I know you're involved in the Chamber of Commerce, too, uh, to a great extent. And 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 that's very beneficial, especially, and, and I suppose that that's true in all the, the six communities that you serve. Yeah, I think when you're in a financial institution, you have to... Uh, understand the things that make differences in communities and and uh, the chamber of commerce in most communities is extremely important and uh, we ask our people not to just get involved and put your name on a list but actually to to be willing to lead and and try to offer your gifts and and uh, and make a difference yeah well thanks for making a difference in your community and the the white family has a tremendous legacy of doing so and looks like that that legacy continues 
Well, I sure hope so. I've got two boys that uh, that, I, that I hope will follow me and join the bank someday, and, I, and, and hopefully they'll do a better job than I do. You haven't strong-armed them into a commitment yet? I... I do you I have don't them sign arm an them? NIL or anything? <laughs> I would. Uh, we'll see what they choose to do, but uh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure hoping that they they follow our lead and and choose to to love the communities that they're in and and uh, get involved in a big way. Vern reached out to you and said, "Hey, Lance, Bank of the Flint Hills is a finalist for CFA and business philanthropy. What did that mean to you?" Uh, just a lot of pride. Uh, it's not me. Uh, when, when we were nominated, it just speaks to our employees. It, it, it really just says that the people that we have that work at Bank of the Flint Hills uh, care. And um, they not only care, but they, they turn caring into action. And other people are recognizing that action. And so uh, it's just very honoring. Congratulations. We'll see you on the 20th for the CFAs. I look forward to being there. Keep up with Philanthropy Today by following or subscribing to our podcast on your favorite apps. To learn more about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, visit our website at mcfks.org. Philanthropy Today is produced by Ad AdAstraCast. Follow us online at astracast.com.